0: minister uh following uh my husband's lead about the holy ghost and I ministered this over in bible study not long ago but I'm here to tell you and all those that come to bible study it'll, it it won't be like that it won't you never can preach a message the same way twice it just don't happen and so anyway but it's going to be good and uh, uh I just appreciate the holy spirit the power of the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit. Uh, just honor Him. There's something about honoring the Holy Ghost. When you do, uh He moves. He moves. And so uh I want to go to uh John fourteen. If I'll turn my Bible right side up, I'll be alright. And you know, uh I've been telling myself all day, just pretend that it's lunch with Linda. Just pretend that it's lunch with Linda. Because uh, this is really out of my comfort zone, but I had a man prophesied to me back in January. Uh, it, it didn't know him uh, at all. Sat in front of us at prayer conference, and Randy gave him a, was going to give him a hundred dollars and found out he was a millionaire. Well, he did give him a hundred dollars, and he says, "Well, I'll give it to somebody." And uh, what was the? Oh, that's my pen. Uh, and so, uh, where am I at, John? And anyway, uh, Randy was talking to him and he kept looking at me and I thought, well, and uh, he grabbed me by the hand and pulled me out of the pew that I was sitting in and uh, started telling me stuff. He said, you've got more things in you than what you're using. And he says, God wants you to use them. And he said, you know what it is. And, And so he even after we got home, and he said some other stuff to me, and after we got home, uh, he wrote me a, uh, letter, uh, and, uh, had got one of our cards, our business cards with the church and all, and he wrote us a letter and sent us his book, and in that letter he, he just said, I sent the book, and then he started talking to me again about what I'm supposed to be doing. And this is definitely out of my comfort zone. I love preaching to the ladies. Of course, we've opened it up to the guys, so that's good. So that's helping me, uh, the more guys that come in, the, the better I uh get at ease with it. But anyway, um uh, anyway, so I'm just obeying the Lord because I know and you know be uh, uh, obedience always pays off. In many many ways, many many ways obedience always brings blessing. And uh remember that. Um uh, 16 verse 16. Well, uh let's let's go there. 16 and 17. I'm going to be talking about the Holy Ghost. And uh, this is Jesus, and He said, And I will pray the Father, and He will give you another Helper, that He may abide with you forever. Now, I don't know about y'all, but me, that jumped out at me years ago. And I had been in this walk for a long, long time, and I don't know what I thought. I've, I thought when, I guess, the rapture of the church took place, that, boy, we was going to be changed in the twinkling of an eye, and the Holy Ghost would just hop out of us. I, I didn't even think about him being with us forever. But think about it, guys and girls. Uh he's gonna be with us forever. He is in our spirit man. And do you know you've heard Brother Joe Morris, those of you that have been around, he talks on the end times. But in that thousand year reign, we're gonna be uh moving in the Holy Ghost. We're gonna be led by the Holy Ghost. Uh He's forever there. And so we're practicing here for what we're going to be doing in the, th- the millennial reign. So we're really, on this side, we're training for raining. And we better get proficient with it or else we're going to have to go to school and learn it. And then, And I don't want to go to school. I heard, uh, Patsy, Patsy the other day in Bible study, she come puckered up and she says, I don't want to go to kindergarten. And I I thought that was so funny. I said, I don't either. I want to know how to do some things. I know, I want to know how to put the enemy under my feet. I want to know, uh, how to rule and reign when situations come up. Amen. Uh, and so he will be with us forever. So we need to get used to him and cultivate a relationship with the Spirit of God on the inside of us. Amen? Let's turn over to John 16. Just a couple of pages over. And verse 7. It This is Jesus again. He says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send Him to you. And so He has been sent. And the amplified, uh, version, let me, let me read that as seven. It, it describes the work of the Holy Spirit. And it says, however, I'm telling you nothing but the truth when I say that it is profitable, good, expedient, advantageous for you that I go away. Because if I do not go away, the comforter, the counselor, the helper, the advocate, the intercessor, the strengthener, the standby, will not come to you into close fellowship with you. But if I go away, I will send Him to you to be in close fellowship with you. Hallelujah. So He is all those things to us. Sometimes I just call on the Helper. I mean, I I might not think about anything else, but I know that He is the Helper. And I need help every day. And so I'm thankful that He is with me every day. I need the help of the Holy Ghost every day. I depend on Him. I rely on Him. He is our strengthener. He's our standby. I mean, you're not alone. Jesus even said, He says, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. He says, but I'm going to send you my spirit so He'll be with you always and He'll be with you forever. Hallelujah. So, hallelujah. We've, we've got the span, standby, the strengthener, the advocate, the intercessor, the helper, counselor, comforter, hallelujah, on the inside of us. And the more we acknowledge him, the more he's going to operate in our life. And I'm telling you, it's vital. It's vital. I don't know how many in here don't pray in the Spirit, but it's vital that you do. You need to have, you need to come up and let us pray with you and do you, for you to be filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. You need a prayer language. You need that on the inside of you and let it bubble out of you because you know, don't always know how to pray. The Bible even says that. You know not what to pray for as you ought on some situations, but the one that knows everything, the Holy Ghost, God, the Holy Ghost lives on the inside of us and He knows what needs to be prayed. He knows the circumstance. He knows the situation. He knows that you might not know the whole full thing, but He does. And so He, that prayer language helps you pray the will of God into that situation. And that's what God wants is His will to be done. The Holy Spirit, listen to this. Uh, the Holy Spirit will guide us into all truth and show us things to come. Now, I, I put tell about my daddy. Uh, one time my daddy's with Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank God for heaven. Uh, my daddy was a construction worker, and uh uh, built buildings and did all of that kind of stuff. And he had equipment, heavy machinery and all of this kind of stuff. And one day I was looking out our kitchen window cause it, where we lived then, it was right across from my mom and dad across the road. And I saw him, him, his one ton truck. And I saw this lot uh, uh, what is it? Backhoe, backhoe, uh, big old backhoe machine on there. And, uh, I just standing washing dishes and looking, and in a split second, I saw my daddy on it, and which he wasn't, but I saw this, and I saw the hole being backed off. He was backing it off the the flatbed trailer, and when he he did, one side of it went off the trailer, and it rolled over and rolled over on my daddy and killed my daddy, and I. I was young in the Lord at the time, and I didn't know what that was. And I've just, I just—I knew enough to rebuke the devil. I just rose up and I said, "No, devil, you can't have my daddy. You're not going to have my daddy." And I just—I'd—I'd I'd, every time I'd ride down the road, and I'd, that thing would come back up. But see, I didn't recognize what the Holy Ghost was trying to tell me. He wanted me to pray, which I did out of ignorance. But God blesses our ignorance sometimes. Hallelujah. Because I kept binding the devil, which was good. I didn't know. I didn't, but it was God showing me what was going to happen. He will show you things to come. And he was showing me what was going to happen. And all, I, I guess for several weeks, I mean, that picture would come back up in my mind and boy, I'd rebuke it. And I'd say, devil, you can't have my daddy. You're not going to get my daddy. And then that very thing, happened to my daddy and he was backing that thing off there and it started, uh, going off and somehow my daddy jumped out of the way. And I know it had to be the help of, of the Holy Ghost, uh, angels, whatever, you know, God just did, but God out of, He moved through me, even though I didn't realize how He was moving, but He moved through me to pray. And to stand in the gap and to make up that hedge around my daddy because he, sh- he will show you things to come. And I appreciate that, even though I didn't realize what I was doing. But thank God for a God that, that will, even in your ignorance, and I don't say that belittling like, but I was ignorant of what was taking place. I, I didn't know that God would do those things. I just got filled with the Holy Ghost myself. So I didn't, I didn't know much, but praise God. He will show us things to come and I want him to. I want him to show me things to come. Okay. The Holy Spirit will show, declare and transmit. I like that. I like that word. Transmit the things of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ to us. He will transmit those things. I mean, He'll transmit them straight from the throne of God and on the inside of us. And then He'll illuminate our mind to things. Hallelujah. And so we, we need to develop a sensitivity. Lord, I pray the, uh, that the Lord will make me keen, sensitive to His Spirit all the time. I want to, I want to, I want to be used by God. I want Him to show me things. I was telling somebody today, I, I, I don't know who it was. It might have been at prayer. I don't know. I tell you, we've been serving God for 30 something, 40. Little Randy, Randy's, uh, 42. And, uh, I started, uh, well, before he was even born, uh, or before I was even gonna have him, uh, right after Randy and I got married, uh, I started serving God, uh, and getting back to the things of God. And, uh, I said, I'm as hungry today. Forty-three years, forty-four years, forty-three years we've been, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm as hungry today as I was then. A, a, even more so. I've never lost that hunger. Never ever lose the hunger that you have for the things of God. Keep it stirred up on the inside of you. We need to have that hunger. We've got to. We, we can't take it for granted. This is something that's precious and stir yourself up to it. Stir yourself up and get into the word. Hallelujah. I, I want to see the hand of God move. I want to see signs, wonders, and miracles and I believe I will see them. I will see them. I tell you what, I'm excited in God. Okay, Jesus said the Holy Spirit will move in us and dwell in us forever. The Holy Spirit will bring us into close fellowship with the Father and with Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit takes everything Jesus has done for us in redemption and He makes it real to us. He takes everything in redemption and in our covenant. We have covenant rights. And He makes those things real to us. He causes those things to be real on the inside of me. I know that I'm saved. And you can't take that away from me. I have confessed with my uh, mouth and I have believed in my heart. And you ain't taking my salvation away from me. It's a done deal. I mean, I am solid in my salvation. You can't even tell me you don't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Up. Uh, I know I do. I I, I can show you I do. I have the baptism and the Holy Ghost. You can't take that from me. He makes those things real to us. I know that He is the supplier of my every need. He said, give, and it would be given unto us. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, with men given to your bosom. I know that He blesses us when we give. Hallelujah. It's real to me. It's real. I know that uh, if I believe on the Lord Jesus Christ that me and my household will be saved. Hallelujah. You can't take that from me. I know that. That's part of my covenant right. That's part that my family be saved. He said that He would save them to a thousand generations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So that that's real to me. The healing power of God is real to me. I know He is a healer. I know that Jesus Himself took my infirmities and bore my sicknesses. And by His stripes I'm healed. I know that the stripes that He bore on His back... He didn't do it in vain. He didn't do it just because. He did it for a purpose. Hallelujah. So the Holy Ghost takes those things and makes them real to us. That you can't move. I mean, no devil in hell can move you off of it. They may try, but if you're established in the Holy Ghost and you got Him big living on the inside of you and you got Him stirred up and you pray in the Holy Ghost and you get in the Word, ain't nothing going to take that from you. Ain't nothing going to take it from you. Okay? He, the Holy Spirit, is the power and presence of the risen and triumphant Christ in you. The same Spirit that raised Jesus from... Y'all don't think about this. Ponder it. Meditate on it. The same Spirit that reached down into the bowels of hell and snatched Jesus up out of there the holy ghost he was raised by the power and the glory of god which is the holy ghost that same spirit dwells on the inside of me and you we can't fail we can't fail hallelujah glory to god ponder that think about that think do you ever just do that boy i do i ponder it i i think i just i just think about him all the time hallelujah okay where was i Oh, uh, The Holy Spirit is very necessary and it's essential that we know about Him. It's essential to your life. It's essential uh, that you cultivate a relationship with the Spirit of God. He's the one that's living in you forever. So you need to know about Him who come to live on the inside of you. We need to know Him and all about Him. Amen? Uh, one reason we need to know about the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, is, is so important because Jesus... Ha- uh, spent much time talking about Him. If you're reading the Gospels, Jesus spent a lot of time talking about the Holy Ghost, the Comforter that was to come. And then uh, the Apostle Paul also talked lots and lots and lots about the Holy Spirit. And so we should, amen, we should, hallelujah, glory to God. We must learn to recognize Him. See, I did, I that thing with my daddy... I didn't recognize it at the time that it was the Spirit of God giving me a picture, showing me things to come. But I knew it, I, what I saw was the devil trying to take my daddy, which was okay both ways, it, however you look at it, but he was showing me things to come. And if you'll, Get in His presence, and if you'll stir yourself up, if you'll pray in the Holy Ghost, you will be sensitive to the things of God. And I'm telling you, in these days and in this hour that we live in, we need to be sensitive to the things of God, to the Spirit of God. Amen? Okay. So we need to learn to recognize Him and respond to Him and yield to Him. And so we need to learn to recognize. I mean, when it's the Holy Ghost on the inside of us, we need to be keen to that. And no, that's the Spirit of God. I'm telling you, I know, uh, even like I said, uh, that brain tumor that we dealt with a year before. I'm so thankful that the Holy Spirit told me a year before to saturate myself in the Word of God. So when that thing was revealed, I didn't cave in. I, I, I stood strong and I'm not patting me on the back because I'm so thankful that I did it because I had a choice not to do it. I mean, I have not done everything that he's told me to do. And he told me saturate. And so for a year, I, I, everything I could get my hands on to listen to or to read or the Bible, uh, I mean, I, I did, but I also had as much, much, uh, opportunity not to. But if I hadn't, I don't think we'd had the same outcome. Amen. He, he transmits to us the mind of Christ. And you know, He said, it, My word is spirit and my word is life. So He transmits that to us, uh, that He is spirit and He is life, that life of God. We can think like God when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, the Word and the Spirit, they agree. Amen? If you want to study the mind of a genius, I like this, Brother Mark Hankins said this, be filled with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is a genius. And he says, uh, if you'll hang out with the Holy Ghost, He'll make you look smart. I like that. He'll make you look smart. Remember, was it Peter and them that, uh, or John, who was it? Some of the disciples, huh? Peter and John, that they the crowds uh, was talking about them. They said, but we know, we know something. These are uh, unlearned and ignorant men, but we perceive that they've been with Jesus. Do people perceive that you've been with Jesus? I want them to perceive that I've been with Jesus. I want, I want people not to pat me on the back. I want them to see Jesus in me the hope of glory. That should be all of our desire is for people to see who you work with, those uh, around you, on your job or in the store or in the bank or wherever you go. They need to know there's something different about us. It's time that the body of Christ rise up and be the light that God has told us that we are. We are the light in this dark world. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, I want to... Oh, I like this. This is good. He gives us uncommon intelligence, insight, and understanding. I like that, uncommon intelligence. He'll make you look smart. Hallelujah. And so I want to, let's see, where's my book? I want to read, where is my book? Did I bring it up here? Yeah. Uh, I want to read this on page five. I, I write everything down. That's another thing, folks. If you don't take notes, you ought to take notes. I mean, over 30-something years, I've got notebooks like crazy, and I'm going to tell you what, when you do take notes, it helps you remember. You remember better. And I know, I know for a fact, because I'm a good note taker. I, I don't, I, I don't, I, I'm not bragging, but I am a good note taker. I take notes. And I, I got tickled at the girls here, uh, on the front row of Sunday, Sydney and her little friend, uh, Sheridan, uh, they was taking some notes. They was writing everything Poppy was saying down, and so I thought it was good. But this is a uh, called "Uncommon Strength," and this is uh, William Barclay, and he describes the work of the the Paracletos, and that's Greek for the Holy Ghost. And listen to this. This is really neat because some of you have been in this place, and I have been in this place, and if you haven't been in this place, you. Before you get out of here, you probably will. It says this kind of comfort and consolation in distress, which keeps a man or a woman on their feet when, when left to himself, he would have collapsed. That sounds kind of like my my scripture over in Psalm twenty seven, don't it? I would have been overwhelmed, except I expect to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He said this: you would under this pressure, you would have collapsed. I know, I know people that know about that. I mean, things that they faced in their life. It would have caused you to collapse, but the staying power of God on the inside of you has enabled you. It is the comfort which enables a man or a woman to pass, pass the breaking point and not break. One who is called in to help in a situation with which a man himself cannot cope. There's just some things that this just overwhelming. And that's what the enemy tries to do to us, is tries to overwhelm. He exhorts men to high deeds and noble thoughts. Isn't that good? I thought that that is the power of the Holy Ghost. When in the natural, you would have collapsed. But God, but God, but God, who loves us, who is rich in mercy. I mean, when you're having to face things in your life that you think, I don't think I can do this. But with the help of the Holy Ghost, you can. That family that's dealing with the loss of their sweet little son, they're going to make it because we're praying in the help of the Holy Ghost. The help of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So, let's go to Ephesians 3 and verse uh, 14. It's a good prayer. I've been praying that prayer. Hallelujah. God, you're so good. Okay. I've been praying this over me. Uh, This one. I've been praying the uh, uh, Ephesians 1.17 uh, prayer over our area. That the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. That in, in uh, chapter one and and uh, verse seventeen, I've been praying it for our area, our county, because Brother Hagen he said that he prayed that for his brother. I don't know he was lost and undone without Christ, and he prayed that prayer over and over and over for Brother Dub. I think that was his name, Dub, and he got saved because Brother Hagen prayed that prayer. And so I'm praying that for Grosbeck and Mahaya and Coolidge and and Limestone County and Thornton and all. And I'm praying that prayer. And I've been praying this one for me because I want to know about the love of God. And it says, For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that He would grant according to the riches of His glory to be strengthened with might through His Spirit in the inner man, Hallelujah. We need to be strengthened every day. Every day with might on the inside of us that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Have you ever thought about that? This is a prayer that that uh Paul wrote by inspiration of the Holy Ghost that we would be filled with all the fullness of God. Did you know that that's available to us to be filled with all the fullness of God? Think about that. That's a big thing. That's I mean cuz we serve a big God that he wants us filled with the fullness of God. Hallelujah. And we won't we can't lose if we we pursue that. I want to be filled with the fullness of God. Hallelujah. Now unto Him, this was my little mama's favorite scripture and she'd say it all the time. Now now to Him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, to Him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. So... You know, I just, that blows me away about being filled with the, the fullness of God. I mean, just, I, I got caught on that and just started pondering it and thinking, being filled with the fullness of God, with the fullness of God. That's something. That's something. Hallelujah. Uh, it describes the kind of strength the Holy Spirit supplies in the, in the inner man of every believer. And like I said, He wants us filled with the, the fullness of God. Okay, Okay. I want to go over here. Today, many struggle in their walk with the Lord because they have never been filled with the Holy Ghost. And Jesus said in Acts 1, uh, He told them to tarry in Jerusalem and to be endued with power from on high. And He wants that for us. We need to be endued with that power. You can't live a victorious Christian life without being filled with the holy ghost. I don't I don't think. He's the staying power. Y'all have heard me talk about my mother. She was in a wreck and uh she knew there was more after God spared her and she came through it. Uh she knew there was more and she went searching. And didn't Jesus say that if you'll seek you'll find? Well, she went searching and it was the power of the holy ghost because when they were in a church uh, denominational church or I don't know the Bible chapel wasn't really a denominational church but it was a church that we attended when we were children but for a while they would be strong and go and go to church and have us kids in church and then they'd backslide and they'd go partying and drinking and all of that kind of stuff and then God would move on them again and convict them and and it, they might do that for years at a time But then they'd go back. But mother knew that there was something more and she got, she got the something more. And because of that, we have all of this now. The church. You're here. I mean, because of my mother seeking. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God used her. He, he, the Holy Ghost is the power that enables us in every area of life. He enables us to stand when it seems like we can't stand. The Bible says when you've done all to stand, stand. Just keep on standing. And that's what I do. I believe for revival in these last days. I mean, I believe. It got in me back when we were just coming into the Spirit Field Walk, the, the pastor's wife where we went, she taught us ladies how to pray. She did. We'd get around the altar on Monday nights and we'd have prayer meeting. And we'd pray for the end time move of God way back thirty something year forty something years ago and uh so you know uh it's in me, and I'm not letting go of it. I will see the end time move of God I will see the outpouring of the Holy Ghost in this area hallelujah you know uh somebody uh said something about the area they really didn't like the area, and i saw I told them yeah I said you know because of Different things, just yang, yeah, yang, yeah, yap yeah, stuff, you know, that goes on. And it's not just our area. It's everywhere. It's, I mean, it, it, it happens in Buffalo. It happens everywhere. Everywhere you go, you're going to have that kind of stuff. But anyway, I said, you know, I might not always like Grosbeck. I might not always like the area, but I love the area. I love the people and I want to see God move. In their lives. I do. I do. I might not always like it, but I love it. I love it. I love the people because they're souls and they mean something to the kingdom of God. And that's why we're here. That's why we're here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Where was I? We must give the Holy Spirit his proper place in our lives every day. Man, get up and fellowship with him. I, I, I know you, Probably heard me. I don't know if I've done it in front of everybody, but in lunch with Linda, I've talked about uh, Franciscan monk, uh, Brother Lawrence, and his little bitty book. And it's about like this, but it's back in the 1700s, I believe. And he, it, the name of the book is called "Practicing the Presence of God." Practicing the Presence of God. And I'm telling you, he was dishwasher in this monastery, and I mean, he'd get in there, and every little thing that he did, he didn't do it by himself, he would ask, okay, okay, Lord, uh, about these potatoes. Now, what are we gonna do? I mean, er, I mean, he was, he was like Mandy and me would be going and doing stuff together. Now, Mandy, what do you think we ought to do? What, what do you think we ought to do over in the, uh, fellowship hall? Uh, what kind of supplies do we need? Mandy and we'd, we'd converse about it, but that's the way he treated the Holy Ghost, that he was right there with him, walking beside him, because he is, he, but he is more than that. He's in us. He's the guide inside. Hallelujah. And so we need to, uh, develop that. We need to develop that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I like, I like that. I wrote it down. I said it already, but I'm going to say it again because it's just good. If we will listen to him, he will make us look smart. It pays to listen to the Holy Ghost. It really does. Hallelujah. Uh, we are to thank God. For the Holy Spirit, He is the greater one who lives in us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There's one, I'm going to read this over here, but, um, where is it? Oh, okay. 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 Smith Wigglesworth said this. The Holy Spirit never brings condemnation. He never brings condemnation. If there's condemnation coming on you and telling you, well, you're, you old thing. Do you think you're really a Christian? You did you saw what you did? You know what you did. That's not that's not the Holy Ghost. That's the devil trying to condemn you. The Holy Ghost is sweet and he's kind and he'll nudge you. And he'll say, Now, darling, you know that wasn't right. He'll he'll deal with your heart and he'll say, You know that wasn't right. You know you need to. Repent of that. And I mean, He'll just deal with you sweetly. Sometimes sternly, but still in love because He is love. The Holy Spirit never brings condemnation. He always reveals the blood of Christ and He is, oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to get excited. He is the lifting power of the church. Now think about that. He is the lifting power of the church. And one day, soon, He's going to lift us right out of here. Hallelujah! Glory to God! Woo! Hallelujah! He's going to lift us out of this old world right into heaven! Glory to God. The lifting power. You can't stay down when the Holy Ghost is alive in you and you letting Him have His way. I'm telling you, He's the lifting power. You can't stay in the mully grubs when you uh, acknowledge the Holy Ghost and you yield to the Holy Ghost because He's the lifting power. He's the glory and the lifter up of our heads. Hallelujah. Don't hang your head down. You've got the greater one on the inside of you. You've got the fire of God on the inside of you. You've got the life. You've got the counselor. You've got the teacher. You've got the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. Hallelujah. We can't fail. Hallelujah. Woo. You can't lose. We never lose in Jesus. We never lose in Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What time am I supposed to quit? Is it time? Woo! Glory! Help me Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. Woo! Woo! He's going to lift us right out of here. Glory, hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Shh. Glory. Woo! I don't even know where I'm at. <laughs> glory. Oh, hallelujah. The lifting power. That same Spirit that raised Him out of the tomb, raised Him out of the bowels of hell, He's lifting us. It's going to lift us right up into heaven one of these days. Soon. 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 Okay. When the storm is over in your life, if you've got a storm or had a storm, when the storm is over and the dust clears and settles, we will still be standing we will still be standing the church of the living god i don't care what comes in. we don't quit god in us don't quit the holy ghost on the inside of us he don't quit he keeps us going and he keeps us motivated if we will listen to him amen he it don't it, we don't quit and uh, let's see he is the holy spirit he strengthens us in our inner man uh, the real us, when the enemy shakes you, you can boldly say, I'm still standing. I'm still standing. I'm, st- Brother Winford, you're still standing. You're still standing. He didn't win. He didn't win. He tried to come on you and take you away, take your life, but you're still standing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, there was another thing that I wanted to read, but I don't know where... What I, One more thing, page eight, page eight. I'm going to read that. I think it's Brother Barkley again, and it was so good. (sighs) Glory to God, the the lifting power of the Holy Ghost. Okay, it says strength for battle. I I put in the. I don't know why I put it, but I I did. Uh, I write in my books. He is always busy the Holy Ghost. He's always busy. He's always busy. He's always doing something. <clears throat> okay. This is what brother Barkley says. Some uh, about the 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 Holy Ghost. Uh he likens him. He describes him uh, this way. Someone who would exhort troops that are about to go into battle and face life threatening situations well God knows we are down here every day we fe- we face those situations life threatening situations we do uh so this is what the holy ghost he exhorts the troops he will lift you up he will tell you you can when the devil says you can't he will be there and do those things okay uh he he let's see. He will. Oh, let me start all over. Someone who exhorts the troops that are about to go into battle and face life-threatening situations, rallying, rallying. How do you say that? Rally, rallying, rally, ing, yeah, rallying, are cheering them to fight, to accept the risk of the battle. I like that. It is the speeches of leaders and soldiers to urge others on, to put courage into the faint-hearted. One who makes a very ordinary person cope gallantly with a perilous and dangerous situation. I like that. A very ordinary person cope gallantly with a dangerous situation. It gives someone courage for battle, and it exhorts men to noble deeds and high thoughts, Life is always calling us into battle. And the one who makes us able to stand up to the opposing forces to cope with and to conquer in life is the Holy Spirit. He is the presence and the power of the risen Christ. Isn't that awesome? Thinking about him. He, he will encourage you. He can, he will always tell you you can do this because that's him and the word agree because the word says we can do all things. Through Christ who gives us strength, the Holy Ghost will always, always agree with the Word of God. He'll always tell you things in line with the, the Word of God. And if you've ever noticed Jesus in there, He, He said, you can say what you want to about me. You they called Him all kinds of names and all. He said, but don't you touch, don't you touch the Holy Ghost. He had, He had great honor and great respect for the power of the Holy Ghost. Jesus did. He said, if you tell me things and bad mouth me, that's alright. I mean, it's not alright. He said, you can do that and get forgiven. But He says, if you blasphemy the Holy Ghost, that's it. You won't be forgiven. You won't be forgiven. He was very, very, uh, I, I don't know if that's a good word, protective of the Holy Ghost. Uh, very they work as one. It's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And they agree. They're in unity. And they work together as one. I encourage you tonight to spend more time with the Spirit of God. Get used to looking on the inside. I know sometimes when Randy and I, uh, we don't do much of it because the people get... I mean, if you come to hear the preaching... Uh, all, I'm talking about counseling. We don't counsel a whole lot. Don't mean don't mean that we wouldn't. But if you come here and you listen to the preaching of the Word, you're going to know what to do in those things. Uh So we don't have to do a whole lot of counseling because y'all get it. Y'all get it. And so that's good. That's a good thing. We know people that spend all their time, uh, pastors that spend most of their time uh counseling people. And I'll never forget, Brother Rusty Martin says, the best counsel that I can give you, and he was telling his congregation, is come sit under the, the preaching of the word and you'll get your counseling. You'll get your way to overcome every situation. Amen. We thank God for the Holy Ghost around here. We, we, we honor the Spirit of God. Just raise your hands and just reverence Him right now. Honor Him. Holy Spirit, we're so thankful. Oh God, that, that You didn't leave us with without a helper, that You gave us the help of the Holy Ghost for everyday living. God, we just thank You, Father, for all that He is to us and on the inside of us. Oh, God, He is the lifting power of the church. Hallelujah. And we thank You someday soon He's going to lift us up out of here. Hallelujah. And we expect it, God. We we expect to see Your hand move. And God, in these last days, we thank You that You said that You were going to pour out Your Spirit upon all flesh. And our sons and our daughters are going to prophesy and You're going to pour out Your Spirit upon all men and women in these last days. And God, we just thank You for the outpouring of Your precious Spirit in this region. We give You praise and give You glory for what You're doing. God, it doesn't matter what we hear. It doesn't matter what we see. We expect to see Your hand move in these end times, Lord God, and moving in this house, oh God. And we give You glory and we give You honor and in every family. Every family that's represented here tonight, I thank you for the moving power, the shaking power of the Holy Ghost. in every family, those that are backslid, they're coming back. And those that they don't even know you yet, they're coming to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ and accepting you as Lord and Savior. And we just give you praise and glory. Hallelujah for what You're doing. God, we're thanking You for us being alive at this day and hour, that You chose us to be born and alive at this hour. God, we thank You and praise You. We honor You and thank You, Lord, that You, you believed we could do it. The wrap-up generation. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. We thank You for the help of the Spirit. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Well, God bless you tonight. Hallelujah. God is good. God is good. Hallelujah.